0: And Jesus spoke, For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the little ones. Humility is the foundation of the spiritual life. On today's gospel reading, Jesus teaches us how to lay this foundation. Jesus shows us that humility is at the heart of all the progress that we might make in the spiritual life. Note that this is more than just saying that humility is the first lesson learned by spiritual beginners. Jesus is going further, insisting that humility is at the heart of the progress made each and every day by the most spiritually advanced saints. In the portraits of Jesus painted by the four gospel writers, the evangelists, Jesus rarely speaks out loud to God the Father. Yet in today's gospel reading, Jesus not only speaks to the Father, but exclaims, saying, I give you praise Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the little ones. No matter how old you are, no matter how far you have already progressed in the spiritual life, humility is the soil needed for further growth. If you are a farmer, or even if you are just a backyard or even just a simple terrace gardener, you know that when it comes to growing things from the earth, there's good soil and there is bad soil. There's soil that's rich in nutrients and moisture. And then there's soil that is dry and depleted, of nutrients. If we want to say, then, that the soil of humility is meant to be rich in spiritual nutrients and moisture, what are we saying? Why does humility make for rich spiritual soil? St. Teresa of Avila, a Carmelite reformer who lived in the 1500s, and was a dear friend of Mario's, once wrote, while we are on this earth, nothing is more important to us than humility. In my opinion, we shall never completely know ourselves if we don't strive to know God. By gazing at his grandeur, we get in touch with our lowliness. By pondering his humility. That's a capital H. That's Jesus. By pondering Jesus's humility, we shall see how far we are from being humble. If you'd like to read more of what she has written, I would recommend to you a book entitled The Interior Castle. St. Teresa makes plain that focusing upon God rather than upon oneself is key to fostering humility. And yet St. Paul in today's second reading speaks about another key way of shifting one's attention in the spiritual life from what is less important to what is of greater importance. St. Paul explains the importance of focusing upon the human spirit rather than upon the human flesh. And my goodness, don't we live in a world today that is focused on that of the human flesh. What does St. Paul mean in the second reading when he states to the church in Rome, you are not in the flesh? Obviously, no one would deny that each Christian making his or her way through life on this journey through this earth within a human body. That's all we got to travel in. We all live with flesh and blood. The human body is an essential part of making one's pilgrimage through life. But when St. Paul insists that you are not in the flesh, he is shifting attention to the principle by which the pilgrim can bring focus to his or her earthly life. That is to ask the following. Is gratification of the flesh's five senses the motivating principle for the pilgrim's choices? Is that what drives you? Your five senses? Or does the pilgrim live in the spirit? Meaning that his choices or her choices seek to allow the Holy Spirit to rule, to give order and aim to the pilgrim's journey. Throughout the church's history, this contrast between flesh and spirit has led to many heresies St. Augustine of Hippo, who lived in the 400s and was a bishop in northern Africa, spent many years before his baptism as a member of what we would call a quasi-Christian group, a sect, and based on one such heresy. This group believed that the difference between flesh and spirit Was not only a contrast, but a sharp division between evil and good. To grow in holiness meant to reject not only the flesh, but everything that was material. What that heresy ignores is that in the beginning, you've heard those words before Genesis, the opening line, in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth and everything within them, both visible and invisible. In the first chapter of Genesis, we hear that God looked at everything he had made and found it to be very good. Material things cannot be made evil. Only persons and their actions can be evil by putting last things First, material things are among the last that matter in life because they will not last. Knowing this truth and ordering one's choices around it and according to it is to foster humility, disposing oneself to abiding more fully in God. Think of a carpenter for just a second. Carpenter has a hammer. Carpenter can do wonderful work with a hammer. But sometimes people pick up a hammer in anger and use it for evil things. The hammer's not changed. It's still just a hammer. It is the person behind the hammer that makes the difference. And every once in a while, archaeologists will be digging around in some place special and they'll find a hammer 500 years old, 600 years old, 400 years old. And it's rusty and it's old and it's crusted. Does it last forever? And yet, look at the great cathedrals of Europe. Many a hammer was swung to build those cathedrals and those cathedrals still stand. The hammer has become almost dust. The church is still alive. So, in closing, ah, there is the word that you have been waiting to hear. You have been waiting for me to say those words. So, in closing, I want to give you two quotes from the last century by a very wise man by the name of C.S. Lewis. The first one is this. A proud man is always looking down on things and on people. And of course, as long as you're looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. And secondly, C.S. Lewis writes humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's simply thinking of yourself less you hear that one more time? Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Maybe that's a good measure for this next coming week concerning your own humility. Amen.